Welcome to the Viewmasters. Batman Brave and the Bold, Episode 1, Rise of the Blue Beetle. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm okay. Good. It's cold. It's really damn cold. Yep. Here in America. Yep. And specifically in this room. Specifically in this room. Yes. Yes. I think uh next episode I will wear a jacket. That's a good idea. <laughs> In my own house. <laughs> uh new show. New show. A new season for the Viewmasters. Yeah. I guess. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh returning to our roots. Mm-hmm. Half hour animated children's programming. That's right. <laughs> we did uh we did two hour long dramas. Or, yeah. or you know, hour long adult programs. Sure. And uh I think this is more a speed. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm not opposed <laughs> to doing that again. No, I'm not either. But uh it's nice for a change. Yeah. To 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 be able to do two episodes in a day. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> So yeah, uh, but yeah, we're we're returning back to uh, to our League Night roots with uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold, which will be a mouthful to say mm-hmm. every episode. Yeah, <laughs> B A T B. That's uh, almost worse. That is worse, actually. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get it down. Yeah. Ah. Uh. So you are now doing uh, two separate podcasts about Batman. Yes. The Good and Trash Network has inadvertently become the Batman Network. <laughs> I think that's perfectly fine. I am 1,000% okay with it. So I look forward to the Savage Fincast becoming a Batman <laughs> podcast as well. They should truly do that, and then Good and Trash should, be, uh, should just focus on Batman comics from now on. Yeah. And uh, every time the Stupid Sexy Podcast uh, gets an episode, uh, Batman is usually mentioned anyway. So, there's a a trend. Why the hell not? (laughs) Welcome to the Batman Network. I like it. Batman Podcasting Network. BPN. Yes. Yeah, we're we're, we're doing Batman Brave and the Bold and uh, the the newish podcast, uh, which which, uh, uh, started uh, a couple weeks ago, Atomic Batteries to Power, in which uh, my, my girlfriend and I are watching the Batman 60s uh, television program. So uh, it is it is uh, chock full of Batman up in this house. Yeah, it's a lot, of, a lot of fun Batman in your life right now. There really is. A lot of not dark Batman. I am delighted about that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Because there's too much dark Batman in the world. There's a lot of dark Batman. (laughs) And, I mean, you know, like, I've been, uh, since I stopped doing the the sketch a day for for a couple months, I've been playing some video games, and I've been playing the Batman video games. Mm -hmm. Those are a very dark iteration of Batman. Definitely. And and they're fun. In their own way, because you get to just run around and beat the shit out of just... Everything in front of me. It's what I like about video games. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Consequenceless violence. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. 
And, uh, you know, I'm fine with that. But, uh, you know, I've, I've uh, long been on the record as uh, preferring a, uh, uh, a, 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 oh, I don't even remember what, how I refer you, to it. You always say a well-adjusted Batman. A well-adjusted Batman. I was going to yeah. say balanced. But was like, you that's you not, say a well-balanced right. breakfast. Well-balanced. A well-adjusted Batman. Yep. A well-balanced breakfast of Batman cereal from Ralston. <laughs> Just cases and cases of it in your in your kitchen. I did have a box of uh, Batman cereal once. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it when you were a kid, or was it recently? Uh, no, it was uh, from when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah, the the eighty nine Burton movie came out. Yeah, yeah. I definitely had that as well. Yep. That is terrible cereal. Yep. <laughs> but it was Batman, so I ate all of it. Same here. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> So, uh, so yeah, for, uh, for the listener who is not familiar with Batman Brave and the Bold, uh, it is a cartoon. Yes. And, uh, it is a team up series. So every week, Batman teams up with a new hero or two. Yes. And, uh, every episode has a basic formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the cold open pre credits is usually him with, uh, another hero. Uh, and in this particular episode, uh, he is teamed up with Green Arrow of the show Arrow. Yes. Yeah. The, the hood. The hood. I the vigilante. You mean. Yes. Yeah. Hood guy. <laughs> <laughs> Using his robotic vocoder voice modulator thingy. Uh huh. And, uh, just being dark and violent. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because that's how, again, I prefer all my heroes, dark and violent. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I, uh, there were a lot of comparisons drawn between, uh, when we watched the Arrow pilot. Yes. Uh, how it's basically Batman Begins, but with, uh, Green Arrow. Yeah. The thing that they got right about the Nolan Batman movies that they got, that those movies got wrong, is the voice modulator. Yeah. Cause, cause, yikes. <laughs> basically. <laughs> To Christian Bale's Batman voice. Agreed. <laughs> I'm uh, no fan of the, the Nolan Batman movies. Uh, except for Batman Begins. I do like Batman Begins. Right. Uh, but, yeah, Christian Bale's voice <laughs> as Batman is atrocious. Yeah. Uh, you don't notice it. I mean, you notice it in Batman Begins, but uh, not so much because as Batman, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue. Right. But uh, definitely in The Dark Knight, he uh, he speaks a lot more when he's in costume. Yeah. And uh, even even when he is around people that know he's Batman, <laughs> still insists on using that terribly shitty voice. If he's got that cowl on, he will he's not Batman. break character. Uh, not that the, uh, the arrow voice modulator is much better, but at least it's a decent excuse. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, we could go on about the flaws of arrow <laughs> and other Batman stuff forever. Right. And we probably will over the course of, uh, this new session of the Beatmasters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, the, the green arrow that Batman has teamed up with here uses trick arrows. Yep. And, uh, is, uh, is fun. He, he's basically, he's the, the golden age green arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. So he's basically Batman. Yeah. With a bow and arrow. Right. 
Uh, yeah, probably has a, an arrow cave and an arrow car mm-hmm. and an arrow plane. I think we see the arrow car later. Do we? I think so. Ooh. Yeah. At least once. I know for sure, actually, at least once. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he is the, the, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, red mask, you know, red gloved, uh, swashbuckler type green arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Pre, uh, pre Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams green arrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we come into them, uh, in the middle of an adventure. Yes. They have already been captured. And media res. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> in the middle of an adventure. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they've already been captured and are in a death trap. Yep. Uh, at the hands of the Clock King. <laughs> a guy who wears a clock on his face. I, uh... Uh, I know Clock King pops up here and there and in various things that I've watched. And yeah. Like, uh, he's a couple episodes of Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's even been on uh, Arrow. Yeah. Uh, played he, by, he was on uh, Justice League as well. Was he? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Part of the Suicide Squad. Okay. Uh, is it the, the same version? Huh? What? Is that the same version? From, oh, yeah. From, yeah. from Batman the Animated Series? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that one. I mean, I remember the Suicide Squad episode. Yeah, I just don't remember him. I think he was like their, uh, like help plan their, gotcha, their gotcha. gigs or whatever. Uh, yeah, he's played by uh, Robert Nepper on uh, on Arrow, mm-hmm. and, and also an episode of The Flash. Yeah, uh, where he's basically just an anal retentive guy, pretty much. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> even the most in, annoying guy in the world. Even in the uh, Batman the animated series, that was pretty much it. He just—he's just really, really picky about you know being he, on time. He is a day. stickler for punctuality. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> Which I think is actually the description on his trading card: Clock King, stickler for punctuality. <laughs> Uh, but this version is, is, is fully costumed mm-hmm. with, with, uh, glorious, uh, 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 king cape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, He's dressed like a monarch. He is dressed like in a monarch. Tights. In tights with, with a clock for a face. Mm-hmm. And he has lots of, uh, clocky gadgets. And it is glorious. Yeah. And his henchmen's name are Take and Talk. Yep. And uh, and he has Batman and Green Arrow. I almost said Batman and Robin. Uh, he has <laughs> Batman and Green Arrow uh, tied to uh, the weight of a an enormous cuckoo clock yes. type mechanism. Yeah. I don't know exactly how clocks work. Uh, it's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my my parents had an old uh, grandfather clock, which okay. uh, never really worked. But uh, you had to uh, readjust the the weights. Uh, periodically, okay. so that it would uh, keep correct time. Interesting. Uh, it never kept correct time, <laughs> and uh, now oh, I can't remember. If it's, I think it's gone now. Oh, but uh, they had it for a very long time, and uh, it was mostly just decoration at that point. Yeah, <laughs> just giant decoration, <laughs> like Bruce Wayne's own grandfather clock Kinda. in Wayne Manor. Yeah, except that when you pushed this aside, it did not lead to a cave. It just led to a really dusty corner with possibly a cobweb. That's disappointing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and if we had cats at the time, 
Possibly a cat toy. Probably a cat toy, maybe yeah. some cat vomit. Maybe some cat vomit. Cats like to vomit yeah. in places that are not easily found. Yeah. Uh, maybe a milk ring. There you go. That was used as a cat toy. Yeah. 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 Hey, good talk. Yeah. <laughs> Cats are great. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, they're captured, and then uh, Clock King, uh, ever stickler for punctuality, decides to leave yep. before watching them die, because he has, can't be late for his next caper. Nope, it's true. I'll say um, that about the guy. He's really, really good about being on time. <laughs> to stuff that he himself has scheduled. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, you would think that a villain would stick around to make sure that their plan goes through to fruition. Mm-hmm. Especially one that is, you know, as anal retentive as he is. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, he, he's, he, it's all about the scheduling and not That's about right. the, uh, the execution. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he leaves and then Batman and Green Arrow escape. <laughs> Shocking. Yes. And <laughs> in, in a fantastic sequence, um, involving lots of clock mechanisms and, uh, bells and, uh, Shooting arrows. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, pretty fun. Yeah. And, uh, I think it's pretty much sets the tone for this series as a whole. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Bat- Batman talks about how he and Green Arrow are friends. Yep. Which is not really something that you get from other Batman incarnations. Uh, incarnations. Yeah. Batman doesn't really have friends. Yeah. In, uh, modern day. Storytelling about Batman. Yeah. Uh, Which is upsetting. It is upsetting, yeah. Because, you know, like, uh, for a while there, like, uh, whenever you would see Batman and Superman in comics, uh, they would be antagonistic towards each other. Mm-hmm. I did not like that at all. I did not like that either. Batman and Superman are friends. Best friends, even. I agree. Yeah. I-, I hope that that relationship is captured correctly in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Yeah. They're best friends. The the V stands for Valentine. Absolutely, yeah. It's Batman, actually Valentine Superman. It's like it's they left off the top part of the heart. Oh, okay, yeah. It's Batman Heart Superman. Gotcha. It, it was just a really poor emoticon. Well, yeah. for heart. Yes. Zack Snyder's terrible at emoticons. Well, it's true. Yeah. And storytelling. And movie making <laughs> in general. <laughs> We spent like like fifteen minutes just talking about the cold open, right? Which is only like a minute, yeah, of the show. <laughs> uh, because I'm just it, it tickles me that uh, to to both see a well-adjusted Batman and uh, Green Arrow as I know and love him, yeah, and not uh, not uh, the grim and gritty Arrow, right, on the, the television programs, <laughs> which. I still watch. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly it's a good, watchable. It's a good show. Yeah, it's all right. I like it. It's not as good as The Flash. Well, no, it's not. Yeah, but uh, it's it's fun. It's got got you know stuff in it that is enjoyable on a mostly weekly basis. Yeah, Felicity Smoke. Yes, indeed. Pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Diggle. Yeah, Diggle's fine. I like uh, I like Diggle. Uh, he is not terrible. She's okay. Yeah, she's okay. I like uh, I like John Barrowman. Yeah, as well. Um, I do enjoy seeing him. He's uh, semi regular. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Felicity Smoke. Felicity Smoke. Felicity Smoking Hot. That's right. I've said that joke so many times. Mm-hmm. It is probably never it's, even funny in the first time. It's still awful. Yep. Well done. No problem. <laughs> it hasn't quite come around to being funny yet. Nope. Gonna keep working it. That's right. Till it is. Because <laughs> she's going to keep working it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> hey, you want to move on to the, because, I mean, there's, you know, they, they escape and then they go after clocking. Yes. That's where it ends. Because um, the title of this episode. The title of the episode, yeah, I thought you'd want to talk about that. Is Rise of the Blue Beetle. Yeah. But the Blue Beetle is nowhere in this episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> Blue Beetle is your favorite character. I thought you would love this one. Uh-huh. You would think, I guess, if yeah. uh, you knew that the Blue Beetle was my favorite character and you read the title that mm-hmm. said Rise of the Blue Beetle, you would think that uh, I'd be all over it. Yeah. But but no. 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 <laughs> no, I am not. Nope. <laughs> but Blue Beetle's in it. No. Nope. Nope. Not really. No, nope. he is though. No, no, he is not. There's a guy in a blue beetle costume. There, there is the scarab. There is, there is. Okay, all the accoutrements. No, a blue nope, beetle. Nope, 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 nope. There is a a person in this. Uh, and there's a character in this episode that that uh, is called the blue beetle, mm-hmm. who wears a blue costume that uh, has a shape like a beetle. Mm-hmm. And has some sort of alien mechanism thing uh, adhered to his back. Yes, yeah, blue beetle, which which has a beetle uh, form uh-huh. uh, that is called a scarab. Yeah, blue beetle. Uh, that is uh, not not blue beetle. That's blue beetle. That is that is not. Nope. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just I'm just gonna sit back. It's it's fine. It's just so. I just, it, I. Is it that you you don't you don't like change? I'm okay with change. Okay. Um, I am not okay with change when it results in having your favorite comic book character shot in the fucking face on panel mm-hmm. and killed for no reason whatsoever. Comics. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, so the Blue Beetles in this episode, and nope. uh, <laughs> the the Jaime Reyes version of the Blue Beetle, Jaime fucking Reyes, which is not Eric's favorite version of the Blue Beetle, not at all, not even in my top five favorite Blue Beetles. <laughs> what? Who are your other favorite Blue Beetles? Okay, number one. Yes. Ted Cord. Okay, Ted Cord, number one. Ted Cord is number one. Yeah. Uh, number two. Yeah. Dan Garrett. Okay. Number three. Dan Garrett. Okay. <laughs> With one T. Okay. Or two T's. Okay. I don't remember. Whatever. <laughs> they switch. Sure. Number four. Ted Cord from Kingdom Come. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Ted Cord. From the formerly known as the Justice League comics. Do people really give a shit about Dan Garrett? No. They didn't think so. He's the first, though. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Dan Garrett's not on my list either. (laughs) 
He's got a he's got a fine costume. Yeah. And and uh, he he was a minor character that showed up uh, pretty much just to die, so that Ted Cord could live. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure somebody out there, probably from like 1964 or whatever, uh, is probably just as furious uh, as I am uh, about Ted Cord than that I am about uh, Jaime Reyes. That's true. You know. Uh, you know, and also there's the whole, uh, you know, I, I understand the need to, to diversify uh, in comics. Yeah. Uh, but uh, not at the sacrifice of uh, perfectly fine characters that, that uh, could still, you know, maintain uh, a presence if, uh, if necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, there could have uh, been two Blue Beetles. There could have been, easily. Ted Cord could have... Like 25... Green Lanterns out there. Right. Yeah. Uh, a little more than 25. Yeah. There's like 7,200. There's like like 50 Green Lanterns out there. There are like 7,000. And like 200. Like, and like three other Lantern Corps now, too. There there so, are about two other Lantern Corps. At least three other Lantern Corps. Let's talk about Lantern Corps for a second. Oh, God. Can we save that? Okay. Because I'm sure it'll come up another time. Well, I just... Uh, <laughs> I just had this to bring up. Okay. Uh, so, so uh, towards the end of this episode, mm-hmm. uh, when when uh, Blue Beetle and Batman are fighting uh, our episode's villain, mm-hmm. the main villain, not mm-hmm. Clock King, right? Uh, Kanjar Row. Yes. He he brings out uh, the what is it, the Gamma Gong? The Gamma Gong. Yes. Uh, why does it have a uh, Red Lantern symbol on it? I don't know, but I noticed that too. <laughs> that was weird. Okay. <laughs> So it wasn't just me. Because only the emotion of rage can remove the (laughs) scarab from Blue Beetle's back. Sure, (laughs) alright. So who the hell is Kanjaro? Kanjaro was an old, old villain. Um, I think one of the first Justice League villains. uh, And uh, an Adam Strange villain as well. Just an alien Alien dipshit, basically. Okay. There. It's Kanjaro. Alien dipshit. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that also the description for him on his training card. <laughs> I may have that one. <laughs> Kevin McGuire jerk, right? Yeah. And I say despot, not dipshit. I don't know. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, in this episode, uh, Batman recruits uh, Blue Beetle Jaime Reyes yeah. to uh, help him uh, stop a meteor that's coming towards Earth. And uh, they're on their way out there to stop the meteor, and then uh, inadvertently, uh, Blue Beetle's armor, uh, the, the suit is alive. They don't yeah. really touch on that a lot in the episode. But we know from the comics that the uh, the suit that Jaime wears has a mind of its own. It's uh, the scarab. Yeah, you know, uh, it's attached to his spine, and uh, yeah, it uh, kind of takes over him sometimes. Yeah, uh, which you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So so they're uh, they're flying out into space, and the suit goes nuts and opens a a, a farscape hole uh, that takes <laughs> Batman and Jaime to the other side of the galaxy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you didn't let me finish my racist rant. Oh, you're right, I didn't. Darn. (laughs) I can't believe that I powered through that. (laughs) 
<laughs> what a jerk I am. I don't have anything against that. <laughs> what I do have against this Blue Beetle is that, uh, at least in the, in the comics that I read, he was pretty much just, you know, a generic teen character that we have seen a thousand times before. You know, Spider-Man, Robin, Nightwing, whatever, every Teen Titan that has ever existed. That was fighting words <laughs> uh, in, in this room, fella. Hey, I like the Teen Titans. <laughs> I, I like most of the characters that I just said that might be a part of the iteration of the Teen Titans that we are thinking of. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, 30 years later, it's, you know, kind of a tired cliché. Invincible also is the exact same character yeah. as, as the Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle. And there was just nothing interesting about him to make him, you know, even appeal to me whatsoever. That's fair. You know? Yeah. I never read any of those Blue Beetle comics or any other comics that he was in. So. And I gave it, you know, a fair shot because, cause, you know, again, I like, I mean, I love Ted Cord. Mm-hmm. Ted Cord is like my favorite. Superhero. Yeah. Bar none. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I gave, you know, uh, the new Blue Beetle a shot, you know, cause, cause Keith Giffen was writing it and Cully Hammer was drawing it at first. And yeah. Those are two creators that I enjoy greatly. Uh, and, and I read like the first five issues of, of his book and like it was just so bland and, and, and Pat and, and cliche that I just I could not get into it. Yeah, and and yeah, I just didn't care. Uh, That's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like when when uh, you know when when uh, Ultimate Peter Parker got killed and was replaced by by Miles Morales. You know, I I don't care who is wearing the costume or, or what it is as long as they are not just you know. A brown version of Peter Parker, yeah, or, or whatever, you know, just just make him interesting enough to to make me give a damn, mm-hmm. and we're all good. And they never, to me, ever fully fleshed out Jaime Reyes to be anything more than just generic teen hero thrust into situations he is not comfortable with. Okay, I think that's a reasonable yeah. reasonable complaint, and. That's pretty much what this episode is. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. But it was fun as hell. It was. I thought. And a little dark. Yeah. Because. A little dark. Because there are countless deaths in this yeah. episode. Yeah, so, uh. <laughs> so, uh, so as I was saying before, uh, they, uh, get sent to the other end of the galaxy, uh, and end up on this planet where, uh, that's populated by Little amoeba people, yeah, basically, uh, and where Blue Beetle is their lord and savior, basically. Yeah. Uh, a previous, uh, not Ted Cord version of, of the Blue Beetle, but yeah. uh, someone who had the scarab as well. Because uh, I should point this out, being the Blue Beetle geek that yeah, I am. Yeah, you are the Blue Beetle guy. Uh, you know, but Ted Cord uh, had no scarab, he had no powers, nothing. He just, uh, like Batman, was a, uh, just a rich guy. Uh, who who trained himself to to uh, fight crime, although he didn't have the tragedy uh, that Batman had, so uh, he is just uh, just uh, kind of a happy-go-lucky crime fighter who just does it to be good. 
So get rid of him. So, yeah, let's <laughs> shoot him in the fucking face. How's that for tragedy? Yep. <laughs> he uh, got to watch himself get gunned down. Yes. Uh, he, he, uh, you know, uh, was treated as a joke, mm-hmm. uh, in which, uh, no other character would, uh, help him, and even though he was, uh, doing good, and then he got, uh, shot in the face for his troubles by a former friend of his. Yeah. And, uh, then his death was, uh, completely ignored by everybody. Yeah. That's uh, a shitty comic. Yep. <laughs> And, uh, and then he was replaced by uh, a young Mexican-American teen who stumbled upon the scarab. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which, yeah. Uh, Ted had the scarab in his possession, but he never figured out how to use it and just figured he just didn't want to use it. Yeah. And uh, somehow, after his death, it just what, went missing or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Booster Gold had something to do with it. I don't remember. I don't know. But uh, Jaime Reyes finds it, and it takes over him, and he becomes a blue beetle. Yeah. Uh, with powers and a suit and aliens and whatever. And, yeah. Uh, and the suit's alive, and uh, sometimes not in his control. Yeah. And here we are in this episode. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so they end up on the planet of Amoeba people. Yep. And uh, and they're current, the planet is currently under attack by Conjurer Rowe. Yep. Uh, apparently this has happened before. And Blue Beetle. Every season. Every, every season, once a year. He uh, he apparently uh, likes these little amoeba people because their bodies are made out of some sort of fuel that he basically sucks out of them and uh, kills legions of them yeah, at a time. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. It's really terrible. He basically microwaves them yep. to, to remove the energy from their bodies. This is a show for children. That's right. <laughs> They're amoeba people. They don't have faces or souls, or so it's okay. Pain or emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can I just mention something else uh, on this program for children that we just watched? Sure, sure. Oh, yes, please do. The Aristocrats. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the episode uh, after the cold <laughs> open and the credits, uh, we get the conclusion of Green Arrow and Batman's uh, fight with Clock King. Via a news report yep. that Jaime and uh, his friend are watching, yep. uh, and as they are channel surfing to get to the news, <laughs> there's a stand-up comedian, and he delivers the punchline of his joke. Yep. The Aristocrats. <laughs> it's called The Aristocrats. <laughs> that might be the greatest thing that I've ever seen in a cartoon. It's up there. It's pretty amazing. It is up there for sure. I think Animaniacs had some more clever things that I saw uh, that that were far more adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, the episode in which uh, Prince made a cameo, and then uh, they were they were trying to solve a mystery, and somebody said fingerprints, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, Dot said, you know. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Awesome. They're called the aristocrats. That's right. <laughs> if, uh, uh, listener, you're not aware of what the aristocrats are, uh, do a search. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a movie? Yes, there is. Called the aristocrats. Yep. Uh, I recommend watching it. Do not get it confused with the Aristocats. No, it is very different from the Aristocats. 
<laughs> and not anything close to the rescuers down under. Nope. Which, when I was a kid, I always got confused with the Aristocats. I don't know why. All right. I am dumb. Yep. Uh, but yeah, The Aristocrats <laughs> is a movie that is worth watching. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> Children's cartoons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, basically, Batman and Blue Beetle have to stop Kenjo Ro. Yep. Uh, and, the, the Amoeba people worship Blue Beetle, mm-hmm. so they're, they're looking to him for guidance, but uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, because he's just a dumb kid. He's just a young punk yeah. who stumbled into his powers. Who doesn't even notice when little Amoeba people are, are getting kicked off of ledges <laughs> and just falling out of things to their deaths every ten seconds. <laughs> Like, I wish that there was a super cut of every random amoeba person death. But if there was, it would just be 25 minutes long. It would be the entire episode. They're just in the background dying. It's so, it's so sad and so fucking funny. Because it just doesn't stop. Oh, I can just imagine the writers. Yeah. Just coming up with new ways. Like, okay, in the background, we'll just have the villain kick him right off of the (laughs) ship. (laughs) The animators are just bored. Like, hey, what if we had one just fall off of that ship just while they're all standing there? Yeah. Just fall for no reason. No one notices. No one even looks. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Oh my god. Yeah. They die horribly. They really, it's in terrible. so many ways. It's really terrible. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, they, they defeat Kanjaro, and uh, Blue Beetle has uh, now got a uh, big blue head. Mm-hmm. Big blue uh, ego and big blue balls. Yep. <laughs> big blue balls of steel. That's right. And Batman is not putting up with any of no. this crap. He is, he's already been relegated to sidekick. Uh, status, he is pissed. He's he's, <laughs> he's not pleased. No. He's I wouldn't say he's pissed. He's not. He's nonplussed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but Kanjaro uh, figures out a way to to defeat the beetle mm-hmm. uh, with the gamagong. With, with the gamagong that for some reason has a red lantern symbol on it. Yeah. Or some other many colored lantern symbol I don't thing. Know. I, I don't, don't know. know. They're all. Jumbled together. Yeah, they're just lines. They are. They're really lines are. and circles. Yep. Uh, whatever. I don't know. I, <laughs> Green Lantern's still a thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uses the gong to defeat Blue Beetle, uh, and then everybody else gets their ass kicked. Yep. Uh, so it's up to, to Batman to save the day, of course, because mm-hmm. he's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Kanjaro has successfully uh, removed the scarab from Jaime's back and uh, is now wearing it so he's now an evil blue beetle yes and uh, he and Batman have a fight but uh, Jaime takes all of Batman's lessons to heart and uh, figures out a way to defeat Kanjaro without his powers yeah yeah and and, uh, also the little amoeba people take blue beetle's lessons to heart uh, by finding the power within themselves. Yes. 
by which uh, we mean the literal power within themselves yep. that they use to shoot guns at Kanjaro yep. and defeat him. They have weaponized themselves. They have. Well done, yep. amoeba people. Well done, Blue Beetle. You have you not have... died in vain. <laughs> the amoeba people have not died in vain. And Blue Beetle has now created a race of warmongering amoeba folk. That's right. I look forward to the eventual amoeba folk invasion of Earth. Yep. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then, uh, in appreciation, they, they build a uh, statue of Batman to... Uh, to uh, honor his uh, efforts as the sidekick, mm-hmm. uh, which is just a tiny statue compared to the giant statue of the previous Blue Beetle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Batman and Blue Beetle go back to Earth, and uh, there's uh, some sort of moral and lesson in there that Batman repeats. Mm-hmm. And they stop the meteor. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, there was a meteor that was attacking, a, or uh, not attacking. It, was, attacking. it was attacking the Justice League satellite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. They beat the shit out of that meteor. Yes, it did. Uh, well, we don't know for sure because uh, the show just stopped, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did uh, did a seventies freeze frame on us and uh, then went to credits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where we learned that Batman was created by Bob Kane. That's right, <laughs> alone and by himself. Yep. With a magic pencil. <laughs> uh, Will Friedel was the voice of Blue Beetle. <clears throat> All right. Uh, that rhymes. I, 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 and also, he was uh, Batman Beyond. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I wondered where that name sounded familiar. Yeah. There. It was uh, On Boy Meets World. Okay. That, that uh, the no, only thing I know about Boy Meets World is Topanga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Who was way hotter than I should have thought for preteen that she was. Uh huh. But hey, she has blossomed into a perfectly legal 30 something <laughs> who is gorgeous. Yeah. She's a good looking girl. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, Will Friedel. Okay. Was Batman. Uh, or was a uh, Terry McGinnis. And, and Terry, Terry McGinnis. Yeah. yeah. Diedrich Baker, no, Diedrich Bader. Bader, yes. Bader is uh, the Batman in this uh, television program. Yes. The the, the, the titular star. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably most likely best known to, to people as uh, one of Drew Carey's friends from the Drew Carey show. Mm-hmm. Also in uh, Office Space. He was in Office Space. He was, he was, he was Peter's the, neighbor. Yep, yep. He's been in a ton of things. He's a he's a well-known, well-known that guy. Yeah. And uh, I always enjoy seeing him in things, and so when when uh, when I first started watching the show, I just was kind of already on board just based on him because mm-hmm. uh, he's pretty great. I feel like he's sort of <clears throat> doing sort of doing a uh, uh, Mark Evan Jackson Sparks Nevada kind of voice as Batman. A little bit. I, I sort of got that towards the end, anyway. Right. There are times where yeah. I think that comes through. I think for the most part, he is just trying to be, you know, just. Batman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, like, like he's not really putting on too much of a voice. Like like that's that much different than his own. But yeah. uh, it's it's like a heroic version of his own voice. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely not 
the the redneck guy from Office Space who <laughs> wants to, you know, fuck two ladies at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, man. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but the there was a Diedrich Bader uh, Batman connection before this show. Really? Uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, Fox, uh, in their infancy, in their struggle to find, uh, any kind of programming that would stick pre-Simpsons, <laughs> post-Married with Children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they had a show, was sort of an anthology type thing, where every week they would rotate in, like, a new series. Okay. But, but it was, like, three... Three different series, and I think one of them was like a new version of Get Smart. Oh wow! Okay, uh, but the other two uh, were—they were all comedies, like you know, detective comedies. Uh, uh, but one of them starred Adam West. Okay, and the other one starred Diedrich Bader. Really, as a motorcycle riding, uh, you know, tough man, you know, private eye kind of guy. Huh? Yeah, had no idea. Yep. <laughs> And uh, the other one with Adam West, he was like an old uh, retired detective who uh, took on cases in his free time, and I think he was in Hawaii or something. Like that. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Missed opportunities. Indeed. From Fox. Yep. I watched. Yeah. I was 12, so, you know, wasn't exactly the demographic they were looking for, but whatever. Yeah. Did you just think, hey, it's Batman? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, I knew Get Smart, and I knew Batman, and uh, yeah, I'll watch both. Awesome. And then that other one was came, came in, and it was also funny. Yeah. And that's when I first learned of Diedrich Baker. Hey, that, guy's, that guy's goofy. Yeah, he is goofy. And uh, I've followed his career ever since. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoy him when I see him. Yeah. Uh, well, there's plenty more of him to come. That's right. Since we he's get, Batman. Yeah. We got uh, 65-ish. I think it's 65 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 64 to go. 64 more episodes of Dietrich Bader as Batman. Excellent. That uh, you're all going to hear us talk about. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. All right. I like so, this show. Yeah. Let's go watch another one. Okay. All right. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.